everybody. Welcome to the Sacred Comedy Podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Way, and today's show is very special, as all the shows are very special. I've got two guests today. We have, again, returning Elise Edwards, and we also have Devin Hall. Hey. So uh, I would love for you to just introduce yourself. Tell us who you are and what you do. Uh, okay. I'm Devin. I'm nothing. I'll never be nothing. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm a comic. I live in Jersey City. Uh, we've been friends for like a year at this point, like ish. Yeah. Like I had started helping you out with the sacred comedy stuff and then we made like a couple of sketches and now, yeah, I'm doing this. This is cool. Yeah. I'm a comic. I don't know. I, I um, occasionally post things on social media that nobody watches <laughs> doing stuff like that. I watch it. Yay. Yay. And you. And I'm Elise Edwards, a.k.a. Elise Anamkara. I am the founder of Anamkara Astrology. I'm also the founder of Discount Disco. Um, so I'm a comic, a DJ, an astrologer, a, a reformed actor, and uh, yeah, just a citizen of just a really awesome world. person. Thank you. And you need to Thanks. just know that. Thank you. Thanks for having <laughs> me back on Sacred Comedy. Yay. All right, so for today's episode, we're going to do a reading, an ast- astrology reading for right. Devin. And uh, let's jump right in. Because I have astism. Do you have an astism? <laughs> no, I don't know. Is that on his chart? Fantastic. Um, a little bit, yeah. Um, I will say that there is uh, certainly, I, I got whiplash when I was first looking at your chart because I was like, this is active and aggravating. Like I was just, I literally, I was over, I was having over processing issues myself while reading your chart. So I can only imagine what it would be like being this person. Yeah. Living hell. Yeah. I can only, I can literally only imagine. So, um, the sun was in Taurus at the time of your birth, right? You have a May yeah. birthday. Leave Taurus. Yeah. Um, uh, sun in Taurus, um, Libra ascendant, uh, Sag moon. So, so what does that like mean? What does it mean? Um, so the sun is your overall life force energy. It is the frequency that you are bringing into this orchestra of the physical universe. Okay. Okay. Does that make sense? Like kind of that's like, so that that's just like the frequency that you're giving off and you're here to embody the fact that you have a moon sign, which is like your emotional or inner processing, your inner needs and nurturing. Um, and essentially what ends up being the emotional or psychological motivation behind everything that you do okay. is in Sagittarius, which is a very different. So sign. is it like conscious is sun subconscious is moon? In a way, yes, okay. yeah. Your subconscious needs—that's um, a good way of putting it. Um, and then, yeah, the conscious self, the conscious, um, what we call ego identity. And we're not saying ego in a bad thing. We're talking ego as right. In my case, a bad thing, but I get what you're saying. Well, I, you know, it's it's here and there. Um, maybe that's your Libra ascendant being like, oh, ego's a bad thing. I'm I'm cooperative. I want to see the world as a, and I want to be seen as a cooperative whatever individual. But you're actually quite more. Um, you have a lot more individual self and opinions. Wait, I'm sorry. So wait, what is rising? Your rising sign is the sign that was rising on the time at the time of your birth. That sounds a little bit like you answered my definition with the definition. I, yeah, it is. <laughs> um, I, I was kind of giving like the technical definition, but essentially, well, I come from a karmic astrology background. So, um, oh, I'm, I'm leaving. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we can't do this anymore. A the, karmic background. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. I'm, I was astrology. pretending to be offended by that. I don't. It, I don't know what that is. It's okay. Um, so essentially, it's the sign that was rising on the horizon at the time of your birth. So it's kind of your rising means going up. 
outward personality. It. Thanks. <laughs> it's um, it's the way it's I it's the lens through which you see the world and through which the world sees you. That's why in when you okay. go online and you type in what's a rising sign, what's ascendant, and people are like, it's the mask you wear until people get to know you better, and then your sun sign comes out, and then your moon sign personality comes out. Okay, so that's not really exactly how it is to me. It's the lens through which you see the world and through which the world sees you, and. Um, from a karmic astrology background, it's because that's where the sun was the very last time you were here on this planet. So the very last time you had an earth incarnation, you were a Libra. You learned how to embody and, and experience the world through Libra, which is the sign of partnership, of cooperation, of fairness. Um, and, and was I a human or was it, I like a really like Libra bear? I'm, you know what? I, I'm going to assume it was human, but don't quote me on that. You know, Word. I'm not the dictator of the capital T truth. I'm just chipmunk. A, I'm actually. just here. I'm, <laughs> I'm just a map reader. You're getting chipmunked. Wait, wait, sorry. Mm -hmm. So I never heard that before. Ascendant mm -hmm. is. Say that again. <laughs> can, I, can I try? Can I, can we see if yeah. I was listening? I believe what she said was ascendant is when it's ascending. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. It ascendant. was she's saying that ascendant is the sun side of my past life. So the last time I was on I Earth, I was a sun Libra. Of your most recent incarnation. Most recent. It's very important to know okay. that it's the most recent incarnation. So that's why the 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 sign, the characteristics of the ascendant or rising sign, are kind of your standard mode of operation okay. when you're assessing the battlefield. You know, I came mm. here the last time I was here. I was a Libra. So I'm going to just approach whatever I'm doing as a Libra and see how it goes. Even if I'm actually a Taurus moon with a Sagittarius, I'm mean, a Taurus sun with a Sagittarius moon. Okay. And so then the instead of people saying the mask falls away, it's really more like, oh, you change, you know, the operations change, right? And you get to see the working parts more. Oh. So it's kind of like Windows 7, I was a Libra, now Windows 8, I'm a Taurus. <laughs> um... I, I don't remember. Or now I've, when, I've, I've now analogied it into something wrong. I've no. I think I'm just saying that I don't have enough context. I I haven't used a Windows machine. At all. <laughs> like, I mean, I'm sorry. I, um, but what I can say is that um, Taurus. Okay, having a Libra Senate. I'm going to try to make this in terms of operating system analogies. Okay, okay. Um, let's go with it. So Taurus Sun, you know, uh, is here to be the embodiment and have like tangible results. Okay, um, and to turn values, valuables into tangible, buildable like results, like actually having all of um, all the stuff that your hard work has paid off for as like you'll have physical, tangible representations of them around little, you. You lost me. Okay. Um, the main, the long story short is that Libra wants it to look good and sound good and be fair. Right. Taurus wants it to actually feel good and not just be fair, but be valuable and give it like, tangible comfort like, okay like a stacked bank account or comfy like shoes or like blanket yeah. currently Libra i'm not nailing that okay exactly well you're growing into your sun sign you're le you're learning how to use it and <laughs> All right, so good. that's good yeah. news um but what you what you come off as or like what you you learned how to assess the world through is it fair can we cooperate you know can i fill in doing things in partnership and, and stuff like that okay yeah but your moon in Sagittarius is like, I'm an adventurer. I, I just want to be out in like nature. I want to learn. I like things need to be expansive. They need to be fun. They need to be like, um, 
it's weird because it can both be dogmatic and flippant at the same time. Um, that's kind of me. Yeah. yeah Sagittarius <laughs> I get that. is the, you know, I have all these, uh, things like written down, you know, that you really want to have. Which one made me gay? Which one makes you gay? Um, is that like Mars? Did Mars make me gay? Uh, no, I believe it's your, um, what's that called? Is this you? Yeah, it is. It's your Venus and, um, Venus, Venus and Gemini. I was just talking about remember? He's Venus and Gemini. Yes, also. Me too. I was saying, ah. I was like, everyone that I know. You got to tell your family something. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, I say that all of my Gemini, all my Gemini Venuses, they're all at least bisexual. I'm not yeah. even joking. Whether they act on it or not. Um, and then my Aquarian um, yeah. Venuses also at least bisexual if they don't um, act on it or not. Word. So it's just, not a gene. It's all about Venus. It's both and. You know, you, you, cho you chose all of it. And it literally is both and because Gemini is, you know, the twins, you know, and um, it's mercurial. I feel so like you're going, looking at me both, when you say that with like disgust. It's going both ways. Yeah. Um, all that kind of stuff. So in terms of the, so in, two, in, in terms of the operating system, <laughs> in terms of the operating system analogy, I don't know. Um, I'm, I'm going to say that like having the Taurus sun is like Windows 7 and Libra or maybe like the Libra sentence, like having Windows 7, uh, Taurus Sun is like being Windows 8, but what actually drives you feels like Windows Vista compared to the rest of it because they seem to like not be in agreement about any of them, but they're like, but we're all here together. So okay. So what you're saying it. is it's a, I have conflicting yes. personality axioms. You have conflicting personality um, activity or intersection. But the main thing is that your son and your ascendant are both Venus ruled. Yeah. And then <laughs> Venus happens to be in Gemini, which we just discussed at the minimum goes both ways. Word. <laughs> oh yeah. That's really all I wanted out of this. I wanted to know who to blame. You <laughs> blame yourself, Devin. I think that's the, that's the overwhelming spirit. Devin. Spirit Devin. Spirit Devin says, take it easy. Okay, so the other thing that I think is also really, um, also, this is really fun. Your ascendant is in Libra, which is all about cooperation. And people are like, oh, you're fair and you're, um, you know, you're you're going to be easy to collaborate with and all this kind of stuff. Sure. Your Mars is in Scorpio and it's in your first house. <laughs> oh, no. So I wrote down, because like how I told you, I like to have. Can um, we slow down? What does first house mean? It doesn't matter. Okay. Uh, <laughs> for, right. for all you heard it here first, everybody. Yeah, it doesn't it matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Um, Game of Thrones shit doesn't matter. Okay, <laughs> so having the um, having this, what did I say? Scorpio Mars. I wrote covertly militant nature. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Okay. Um, but, I can confirm this. Right. Because I'm down to conquer some shit. Yeah. I get and that. Then, and then having Mercury Aries, I wrote aggressive first person narrative. <laughs> okay. So it's funny because malignant I can gay narcissist. That's where we're at so far. I can I'm, and oh, this gets even better. Then you get to project onto the other that they're the ones that's ac that's actually super argumentative, me first, uh, brash. And Wait, where does the projection come from? Onto the um, across from I am is the we are. So wait, you lost me too. So I don't. Can we go back a little bit? Yeah. So the descendant. I should like probably give you a visual. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. What are the right like? I don't even know. Like, what are the right questions to ask? I feel like I'm bouncing you all over <laughs> the place. What do you want to know? Well, uh, let me start. That. What do you know? Like, how much? Like, what can you tell me about myself? Like, you. Okay. So I gave you my information. Mm -hmm. You can tell me everything about my personality. How accurately? I can tell. I can. I can. Pretty. I mean. 
I can't tell you how it ends up expressing itself in your life, but mm-hmm. I can certain I can tell you where it's coming from and or where what may have conditioned it. Okay, here's a fun question. What's the worst part of my personality? Is it this Scorpio in the first house of Mars? Oh, not at That's all. That's so subjective though. Um, yeah, but yeah. Based in terms on her of worse, I actually oh. love when people ask me subjective questions because my moon and Mercury are in Cancer and they're conjunct each other. So I'm like, yeah, let me tell you what the overall vibe is. I was and just thinking that about you. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> your moon is conjunctive in Cancer. Exactly. Yes. It's conjunctive. That we is have a cream for that now. Sacredcomedy.com. Yes. I love that. <laughs> Good plug. Okay. Wait, I just lost my, um, I would say that the most um, annoying slash frustrating thing about you or about being you or whatever. What, Ooh, what those are two. Again? No, no, no. I want to know. Okay. So now too. What's the worst thing? What do I, what's the worst part about me from somebody else? Like if you're sitting across from me, what am I doing? That's just like not the vibes. And then what's the worst part about being me? Those are two questions. I can't say what the worst part is about being you, but there's so many bad ones. I will say, okay, yeah. listen, you have your son. At, okay, I'm I'm not going to repeat what it is that's causing this. I'm going to say that you learn a lot about yourself and what it means and who you are. Mm-hmm. Okay, separate from other people through relationship, long term committed relationship. It can be oh god okay. It can be part. It can be part, a partner relationship. So they're long term. You're committed to it, whether it's through um, uh, like a romantic relationship or with a partnership, like a coworker or a boss, an institution, something that is long term. Roommates, yeah, roommates. Something that is long term. You get a lot of like time. Mailmen. <laughs> I don't know. I feel I, like I'm, the U.S. I'm Postal Service is, in, gonna... is all over the place. I don't know what their like turnover is like, but it seems high, <laughs> at least out in my neighborhood. Nah, dude, me and Steve have been together for like 15 years. Okay. So you learn so much about yourself through a relationship. Um, it's essential. And it actually is a place where it not only activates it, but it's where it's um, easily and most um, powerfully expressed. Okay. However, and this is something that happens your entire life, but... Um, because of this, there may, there can also grow an, a dependence on being in relationship in order to experience and express the self. So it takes time and, a, um, a bunch of different kinds of long-term relationship, um, and, uh, just experiences relating to other people to be able to separate the knowledge that I gain from uh, about the self from being in relationship versus I have to be in a relationship to learn about myself. Okay. How is this different from other people, by the way, don't we all test our mind off of other people? We do test our mind off of other people, but it's not operating off of um, like not everyone's son, not everyone's life force energy is in the seventh house of partnership. You know what I'm saying? So what's, like, that's what's significant true, yeah. about the seventh house? The seventh, oh, the, sorry, the seventh house rules a partnership. Oh, okay, it's like okay. when two I am's, when two you know sovereign, separate individuals come into partnership. Now it's a negotiate. A we are right. You kind of get an Israel Palestine situation. Oh. <laughs> Who's just waiting to drop that one in? How can we do? We can edit that out. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. 
Interesting. You didn't say anything about it. You I just, just said, said you said two situation. sovereign states, and I was like, I can't not do make this joke. <laughs> I know. But I can't it, not make this it, joke. Aren't there, aren't there the whole thing is that there there's an argument about whether there either one has sovereignty. Well, there's one in particular, uh, and that's like. But anyway, let's not. I'm so let's, sorry. So let's soft <laughs> let's soft focus from the what's going the on the China Taiwan situation. Um, so again, <laughs> these are He's questioning. He's if, just bouncing but off. But you know, what's really interesting that you say that is, um, you looking at other relationships and whether there's and uh, like questions of self sovereignty that actually gives you quite like, a bit of information about your own self sovereignty and how, um, people operate in relationships. Like he does that typically. That's like, what you that's just did. Part of, Let, like mm. listen to, let's see where this like just <laughs> went. So your son and your ascendant, how you see the world are both Virg, uh, Venus focused. Okay. Venus okay. is in the ninth house of foreign, <laughs> like foreign, in, you know, foreign concepts, foreign countries, cool. um, foreign, uh, you can even say policies. Philosophies, religion, laws, all that kind of stuff. What was so, your major in college? Wasn't it political like political science? science? Yeah. yeah. And so you being like, okay, I'm trying to give you a uh, what it means to have your son in the seventh house and why this could be an issue because there can be a conflation of I in order to learn more about myself, I have to I'm dependent on the other. So you're saying I use people in order to learn about myself? Not. Or I literally physically can't do it any other way. It's just like a consequence of me being me. I'm just saying that for relationship, long-term committed relationship is of uh, added importance and significance for you. Okay. However, this also ability to go into maybe like explore how it's done in foreign countries or even like navigate, um, you know, I, there's a certain limitation of when I'm thinking of UI relationships. So why don't we think of my country and your country or these two countries, like being able to see it objectively for yourself in a foreign context or in a context of, you know, two philosophies, you know, um, what do they have in common? What do they not? What do, what does this philosophy learn from that philosophy? You have like kind of like an amazing, you know, and brain. A, I was just thinking that. Yeah, you're, yeah, an amazing brain. It's very active. It's very restless. Um, you should be doing everything that you possibly can to. I would say write every day or communicate every day. If you're not doing, if you're, um, you would be a perfect person to just, you know, be a stand-up comic. Yeah, be, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> work exactly. hard enough at it, Devin. Yeah, <sighs> no, writing every Thanks, day, Mom. communicating it every day. Um, is and I would also say the one of the most difficult things about your chart is the fact that your moon and your Venus are opposite each other. Gay. So every time you say Venus, I have to say gay. I'm sorry. Okay. Wow. Um, <laughs> really interesting. Is that, on, is that on his chart too? How am I How doing you... compared to the other guests? Is this what other guests did? Did other guests this actively try to ruin dynamic. it? Dynamic. I love it. Okay. Good. I'm doing okay though. This is like a fine thing. Guys, what do you think? Right, right to us. Okay. Let yeah. us know. <laughs> Also, yeah, just having Jupiter. I think you're doing great. I think Devin. you're doing great. Yeah, I Dope. think you're you're yeah you're really crushing it. Actually, today, because um, I also did the transits. I'm not going to say what day it is oh. because I hefted it up on the last one. But um, mm. today, oh. in particular, you have Venus uh, on the same place as your natal Mars, and so 
How many Not terms gay. are there? <laughs> there are so many terms. It's indifferent. I'm, I wish I could communicate uh, more astrology without actually going back to what it is. But I'm like constantly like teaching while like Right. Whatever. This is like if I was talking to a physicist. Like yeah. I need you to like pause at everything and, and like actually explain to me the like concept. I do feel like Oppenheimer. I haven't seen the movie, but someone was like, oh my gosh, um, Oppenheimer, that like whole like feeling isolated. You can only communicate all the 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 thoughts that take up most of the brain space in your mind and you can only communicate it to like four other people that are currently in existence. That's how yeah, I feel all the time. <laughs> that's how I feel all the time. Um, you on the other hand, uh, the only like you're, you're willing and ready to express everything as it comes to you and <laughs> hear it as it comes to it's you. It's a real problem. And uh, it it's, it's a, it's only a problem if you are in front of a microphone. <laughs> or, and we're seeing everything demonstrate like right here or it's this only a perfect. problem if you aren't if it's not turned into something like tangible am i not making something concrete about this or um exploring new territory with this if, if either of those boxes if, if neither of those boxes are checked you're like god damn it why do i just have this Eating mind that keeps me up at night and blah, 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 blah. And this is bullshit. But once you get into a practice or a, you know, say a flow of maybe writing and performing every day, or I write this for me and take this out here, I um, use technology. There's a highlight of like technology plus personality plus perspective plus knowing how to make things pretty, making things aesthetically pleasing, knowing how to balance, you know, um, people and content and ideas. Queer eye. Oh yeah, yeah, perfect. Oh my gosh, where is that? Have do we have why are, I think you're it's like queer eye for comedy productions stories. Yeah, no, yeah. You know? Queer eye for the boom guy. Yeah, queer <laughs> eye for the boom guy. So there's the a lot of that um super highlighted, including the fact your fifth house starts in Aquarius. Can we go through the houses? How many houses? We don't have to like go super. How There's many houses? Twelve are of there? them. There's twelve. And is it every month? Is that like a month? Um. Well, the house system is a little. Uh. That's like what the zodiac, the the actual signs are. Um. Right. And you know, yeah. But and inside the zodiac, we have this house system, like which divisions. is a way of dividing the space. Um. Into. Uh, some so it's like parts it's of like physical regions. space. Yeah, so yeah, it's like so, regions. Yeah, of so the, and okay, so we're surrounded by a circle, and this is the pie slices of the circle. Right. Okay, so if you want to see, if you want to actually see, um, so the in, inner oh, circle wow. is the house system, and the outer circle you can see the different glyphs that are the constellations. Right. And the easiest way for me to describe the houses is that they de they describe external life experiences. Um, in order for your to be like a, a a theater or a what do you call that a venue mm. for the different expressions these archetypal expressions of the signs to exist. Am I crazy? This looks like someone's trying to sell me a timeshare in Egypt. Like um, <laughs> I love this for you because I feel like you just like saw through space and time to be like this was how we used to sell timeshares I mean, in ancient Egypt. That is kind of yeah like, exactly. Okay. Are you just so, getting a Palladian download right now? No. Okay. No, I'm just bullshitting. Can <laughs> I? Can I? Okay. So, like, which of the like? 
I don't think you're going to be able to make sense of it. Yeah, I really can't at all. Like, <laughs> like what is this telling So there. I just wanted to show you. So the first house, which also um, the first house starts on the left it's side. It's like the wheel. It's the oh, outside yeah, yeah, yeah. of the I wheel. The left one. side of the page, where there's a one. And so that. that I don't want to. It's got the little like man thing. Is that gay? Is well, that where that, the gay comes from? Well, the To go back to make it full circle? That. I don't, I don't know which man thing you're talking about. That's a little Mars. symbol for man, right? Um, yeah. So your masculine energy is front and center. It is part of your personality. So that's actually probably where you also, and it's in a different sign than Libra. So whereas like you're looking for the fairness and the balance in the world, mm -hmm. you and your identity, your, your, how you assert your identity, okay, is through a hyper-masculine nature that is in a feminine sign that is still ruled by Mars. That's why you like frat boys. Oh, how do we fix that? <laughs> what do we do about that? Okay. Is there like astrology therapy? Can I take pills? Can I take crystal pills? What about not? <laughs> what about liking frat boys? First off, you like frat boys because they're in college. The You're, type of man, like what as type of man do like, you like? Feminine. Like a frat guy, like a like a like, like a genuinely like I'm into like the step like the like, you know like the problem that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like I'm I into like a little bit of like that. like a toxic I feel like kind I need of to let my hair down for this one. I feel like we're gonna get Devin, really Devin has a great one. bit about about showing gay or 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 showing as gay. Oh, the, like my bit about myself? Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm like not like it's barely like uh, like the one about like which one? The Reddit one. Oh my! Vo yeah, it's like my voice. Like I don't I don't present gay. I present like I know a lot about crocodiles. You know. Like I'm not, Hilarious. my voice doesn't scream boyfriend. It kind of lisps dungeon master, you know, there's not no gay in there, but it's a lot of Reddit. That's like the bit. <laughs> I'm looking at you. I'm waiting for you to laugh. Like I'm his proud mother. I mean, the thing is, is I remember I had a conversation with you and I was saying like, when you were working at the shows, I was like, I was like, we got a lot of, we got a lot of, um, Girls coming by and you were like, you are barking up the wrong tree, sister. Yeah, dude. The first, I was like, I know, but it's not useful at all. I'm You're like, like I a think wasted. I need to tell you that I'm not straight. Yeah, yeah, because that was one of her pitches. She's like, I can't pay you, but you're gonna get so much like exposure to women. Yeah, let's. We'll make I was gonna, like, I was gonna say Hoboken trim. That was gonna be what I called it, but yes. Wow. <laughs> um, I'm kidding, by the way. I'm not a bad person. <laughs> Not a bad person. Um, no, I don't, I don't say that you're um, a bad person at all. I um, it's complicated. Yes, you are complicated. You you are actually extremely complicated, but it's it's um, for the best it's, kind of people. It's for a good reason. Um, in terms of love and whatever energy. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh, this is like so. So uh, in terms what? of like places to find, oh. find people um, and, and people that uh, I'm, I'm higher education. That's why I was laughing about frat boy. Okay. And mm -hmm. um, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Hi, I, like, my astrology says I like higher education, um, higher education, um, comedy, hmm. law and law. foreign places. So while traveling and especially in foreign, foreign places. Okay. Um, I'm going to go get a comedian at Oxford. Uh, good go. luck with that. <laughs> find me one too. Um, preferably one that's into chicks, you know, <laughs> oh, God. if you could find me one. Dude, also. we could split a buy one. Ooh, split a buy one. Buy John Oliver. Ah, oh, I am so not. Do a, you, are you? A, no. A, no. Oh, buy <laughs> John like, Oliver. Oh, is that just because of the Oxford? Oxford. I don't know. I pulled out a British comedian. There's gotta be another person that went to Oxford. <laughs> like first off, that guy's married. Secondly, I can't. I know. Um, yeah. He's funny though. 
Yeah, so. You heard it here first, folks. None of us would fuck John Oliver. <laughs> Not a single one of us. What we're saying is there has got to be more Oxford alums that I would find more huh. fuckable than John Oliver. No offense, John Oliver. I fucking love you. I fucking love you. Thank you for your this service. The best John Oliver tangent. I'm ever. so sorry, John Oliver. Okay. I think John Oliver is great. Wait, so the, can we go back to, so like your, the astrology gives you, so like the, my, the, when I was born and where tells you where I'm going to find a prospective partner. It's, a, it's, it's that specific. It's, it's likely. And, it's a likely place for you to find a partner or yeah. In academia. Okay. Well, I already well, graduate college, so that's a bummer. Well, I mean, you can it's always have a, bit of a bummer. So, Masters, I mean, uh, degrees. Um, yeah. Cause totally so the ninth house rules, um, all things expansive thought. It's where we think, okay. We think evolves into the, or, or I'm sorry, what I think. And like, uh, I, by I think, I mean, I think, I learn, I write down, I transmit this information to one person on the daily. It's it's kind of every day. Um, you might think of it as like mundane thought, okay? And like the, just your process of thinking and learning. After you engage in that process of thinking and learning and you do that with others, all of a sudden these kind of daily insights and communications get communicated with each other and they become, we believes they become these larger tenants. They become expansive thought, um, you know, systems, systems of thought, whether they be religious or philosophical or educational. Mm -hmm. And then the ninth house rules, all these institutions that those are. So religion, you know, religious places, um, uh, universities, places of, you know, can you guess what religion I am? No. All right. Does it say it on his chart? No. Um, There's actually, it looks like a Jewish star. Oh, I'm just kidding. It, does, it doesn't. It doesn't. There's got to be as someone has to have a chart what, that looks like a but Jewish But what star. you think and what you learned um, definitely seemed like in in terms of early education, um, definitely could be tied to uh, religion. I don't know if you ended up going to a private school or whatever. If you went to like yeshiva or something like that. Nope. Um, mm. Did your mom, did your mom want to enforce that kind of stuff? No, I, we're actually not religious at all. Like I'm not like anything. I was just curious. I was curious like what information that stuff gives you about me. Mm. Cause it seems like kind of open-ended, but then it like super zooms in sometimes. Well, it's just, like you're, you're very informed me. by your thinking process is informed by, uh, your expansive like thought process X, Y, and Z. But actually it's, it's really, does that make sense to you? I did I, not. I'm not going to lie to you. The last thing you just said, I heard expansive and then I did not hear to rest. Oh. Spaced out. Anyway, it wasn't, I just your, mo your moon is constantly seeking answers. Okay. Emotionally you want answers. Yeah. You, they don't need to be emotional. They need to just be inspirational and lead to more like better questions with bigger answers. I don't I feel like this is very true about you. Just, just the nature of our friendship, how mm -hmm. it started. You were just very curious about yeah, the I love world asking of spirituality, what and yeah, you, you're extremely. Also, What's his Sagittarius? What is he Sagittarius? Well, I was just, I was just saying that his his moon is in Sagittarius. Mm -hmm. Your thought process, your way of communicating. This is, um, I was. So you asked the worst thing about you. Um, again, um, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna coming back to the. I'm worst gonna go thing. back. I'm gonna go back to the worst thing about you in terms of like both like is communicating. Yes, the thing I want to do for a living. Yes. <laughs> yeah. No. It is absolutely the worst fucking. No, I mean it, it's not the worst. It just is exactly opposite of how you see the world and how you the world sees you. So they think they're going to get a very cooperative, here to make this look the best, 
feel the best, be the fairest. Maybe we're maybe we're going to borderline on superficial because the easiest way to balance things is to make sure we know that we're just working with the stuff that's above the table. Sure. And then we know how to make it into a lovely tableau. Okay. Or, you know, um, cause we're not going into the deeper stuff. However, your whole thing is being mercurial about expansive thought processes. And, you know, some, someone's just asking where the bathroom is and you're like, well, what's your religious background? And you're like, <laughs> you know, what is, um, you know, have you ever left the country or, you know, what the, you know, why is, um, you know, like, I, I don't know. Yeah. What, you're saying what, I'm like a what toddler. What does that sound like to you? Like, do you, can you think of any instances in your life where that kind of like rings true. I don't know. I definitely like find myself in con like, here's what I, I definitely in conversations a lot. I have to be like, by the way, we don't have to talk about this. If it makes you uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. I say that a lot because I do just, I have got a little bit of like, I don't know if it's, it's like, I'm a little bit on the spectrum where it's like, I don't, I like to like, I don't like having fake conversations. So I like asking people about stuff that I'm interested in about them. But sometimes, yeah, that'll make it like, people don't want to talk about that. You know why else you say that? Because there things will eventually venture into a place where you don't feel uncomfortable um, because one thing, so Sagittarius moon, they want information that it, and experiences that are um, adventurous and, you know, help you just attain knowledge in a grand scale, big mm -hmm. picture stuff, you know, but also they don't tolerate um, overly emotional Okay. They don't like emotions. It's like, kind of like, ah, doesn't kind of get in the way of knowledge, you know, like you're, yeah, I'm a little bit. Yeah. You know? Sure. And then also, um, it's very enthusiastic and, um, uh, op what do you call that? Optimistic sign. And so when things start to venture into the negative, all of a sudden, a because Sagittarius doesn't really do well about processing its own negative self, you know, stuff it feels negatively about itself. Right. It, is going to immediately be like, I don't feel comfortable um, with these things. But instead of saying it, I'm going to be like, feel free to not talk about anything you're not comfortable with. So that oh, I also like don't project it out. So that way I don't have to talk about anything that I'm not comfortable with, you know? Oh, interesting. And, and it usually has to do around stuff that. Um, so you're saying I'm a drippy, hypocritical bitch. Well, that, uh, <laughs> well, I think it's more that. You know, it's like when you're enthusiastic about things, it's like no holds bar. We can literally be talking about hell. We could literally be talking Sweet about killing babies. So much you know fun. what I'm saying? There's like kind of like as long as there's like enthusiasm and like, you know, there's something like there's something there. There's something out there. There's something more to like search. And the second it comes to something that's like sad and boring. You're like you put a wall up. Yeah, 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 yeah. definitely. Or, you know, definitely. And it can, I'm only seeing that. And <laughs> some people, and some people, be you like, know, we've what? had conversations. Some like people that. might be yeah. like, "Oh, is it something that I said?" Or you know, whatever. And 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 you know, and and you're you kind of aren't even aware exactly what it is. You're already moving on to the next adventure, so you're like you're not really one to like self reflect. And God, this person sounds terrible to be around. And so. <laughs> And so, you know, maybe, ma maybe true. if you want to like, maybe you should just like throw out there, be like, instead of being like, oh, I'm kind of on the spectrum. It's like, hey, by the way, it's not you. It's me. <laughs> you just Ooh. start every conversation with that it's and then you, let me. people build their own um, definition or boundaries around that. Can I just say premise. something about spectrum? We're all on a spectrum. Yeah, oh, we're Look at this. Oh, it's yeah. a spectrum. Everything is a spec. Everything is a spectrum. See, I don't like this. We're at different points. I almost on like to like say that it's not a spectrum. It's a circle. It's and legit. Me, I was going to say, that's not a spectrum. That's what saves the Avengers at the end. I feel, 
I feel like the that's I feel like, like a the, circle with my light. problem with the word spectrum is the fact that I think I see it as a linear something. It's been presented oh, yeah, because, to me as yeah. a linear something where I'm like, actually, we're Everyone's on a spectrum. spectrum yeah. is actually on a spectrum. That's the thing. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's getting very meta in here. Like, <laughs> um, <laughs> it's giving meta. And I love that. It's for getting us. so meta. And <laughs> Not I can't us getting meta about the spectrum. But what's really fucking fantastic, I'm going to say, is that you have a lot of luck when you l- lean into. I'm just going to do it myself. I'm going to do it how I see fit and whatever. And oftentimes you get that encouragement from the partner or the partnerships that you have Mm -hmm. come hell or high water. Maybe it's that person being encouraging to don't ask for my opinion or don't ask for how I should do it, how you should do it. Just do it. Sometimes it's, I was interfacing with this person or in this environment or at this job that made me feel like, God damn it, I don't want to ask permission. You know, it's easier to do first and apologize later. Mm-hmm. And like things that kind of give you that information, whether again, it was in a supportive way or a combative way, you actually create a lot of luck for yourself, a lot of opportunity for yourself. Okay. Um, when you lean into just the, I'm just gonna be unapologetically me. Can you think of any? Not really. Like, I'm not sure if what you do, like, at least consciously, like, I'm not sure if what you like, I didn't know that didn't map onto my perception of myself very well. That doesn't mean it's not true. Like, Mm. I feel like in in, doing it (laughs) when I do partnerships, what I tend to do is I tend to be like pretty hyper communicative because I like to like explain to people where I'm at. I do actually tend to like the way I grew up was like um, when me and my dad do things together, it's always like. Ask as many questions as you have to. Like, we could sit here for an hour until you understand. Mm-hmm. But don't do anything without asking me because I have a picture in my head about how this is going to get done. Mm. So I tend to operate like that. Because you have a picture of how it's going to get no, done? No, because he does. Oh. And he's in charge. I asked the person in charge, like, I mean, like, I've worked for you and I've worked for the George, the producer. Like, I think I'm kind of like that, right? Yeah. 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 But it's funny because you're looking. George, everybody. George. George. Sorry, but you're looking everybody thought this for, was just a hang that someone like, turned on an iPhone for. It's like you're <laughs> looking for information about how it gets done, but it just goes back to you. Oh, then again, your Mars is in, is retrograde. That's, yeah. Fuck. What does that mean? <laughs> My Mars is in retrograde. What does the word retrograde mean? I've heard that a lot. Retrograde is, I mean. We're going to cover it again. Yeah, it's. Did just, we already talk about it? Did I forget what retrograde no, was in this it, conversation? No, retrograde is important for for to talk about. I mean, because I have my Mars in retrograde also, and it's in the first house, so it's really annoying. What should be a power position actually ends up being a grading. Um, Wait, but I'm sorry. What does retrograde mean? Retro. I mean, do you want to talk uh, in terms of astrology or astronomy? Well, both because they they are <laughs> they are two sides of the same coin. Um, a a retrograde. A retrograde is this. when. Something is so of when a planet is so close to the to our planet that it appears to be going backwards. backwards. Just like when you know you can when a slight deceleration of two cars traveling together, mm-hmm. just a slight deceleration. You know, it's not actually going backwards. It's not actually going backwards. Like if I was looking at it a telescope, us. it yeah. looks like it's going backwards. That's why humans have created. It that appears system. to because of the its its speed. And our speed, and when it comes closer, you get to actually see the disparity. So it's like an optical illusion. These are, I mean, these are gravitational pull, heavy gravitational pulls from these planets around us that are affecting us in this way. So in astrology, what we mean is, um, instead of when a planet is going in forward motion, it is covering new ground. It is progressing on, you know, through a through a sign, through its cycle, um, in a 
quasi, I'm, I'm, I don't mean linear as in it's linear, but it's forward moving. When it's retrogrades, it means that it has gone as far as it can go with whatever energy it is. In terms of Mars, Mars is our own ego, um, like energy, activity. I thought uh, the moon was ego. No, that's your inner subconscious self. The sun okay. is also, well, the main thing is when Mars is retrograde, first mm -hmm. off, Mars as a man means that my, I, my whatever of masculinity, my idea, my concept of masculinity, and then how I enact it in the world externally, mm -hmm. under review. Okay, it is under review. It is not just cut and dry, forward moving as the way that this, the world, the society that I'm brought into, born into, has its like notions. So it, you don't, you immediately can't just go off on a linear nature and know that and and feel that it's uh, you're still being like having your own integrity. You know? Okay. Ma your masculinity becomes a much more individualized expression. You know, you have much more individualized definition of it. it takes longer to cultivate it and then longer to express it externally. This is, do you put this much, like, so you feel like, you, do you actively cultivate your masculine sense of identity? Well, like, is that something you put thought into in your day? I talk about how my masculinity as a female um, is has always been like front and center, and I I'm I can't be attracted to or feel um, first off any kind of something that's like oh I'm masculine therefore I have authority I'm like tell me more <laughs> like tell me where I will give you enough rope to hang yourself with mm -hmm. don't worry keep talking you know but Scary. then I but then I also had to soft focus and be like oh I have all these really ama amazing feminine traits my my I'm I'm I feel very balanced masculine and feminine and I don't apologize for it even if it means that you know I'm like so you thought I was you know I I I don't know. It's, it's, it's my own brand of whatever. You have your own brand of masculinity. That is a huge part of how you interface with the world and how the world sees you. Okay. Um, it's also in the sign of Scorpio, which is traditionally ruled by Mars. This puts like such an emphasis on, oh, I don't like self-authority and power struggles. Honestly, I don't how how personal do you want to get? I don't, it's not even like personal. It's more like Scorpio's iteration or like whatever of, of Mars energy is much deeper. It is like, it's not just, you know, wait, I'm sorry. My Mars is in Scorpio. Yeah. yeah. Mars is in Scorpio. And so and first for, let's, I, so it's like a little, deeper. What does that mean? Scorpio is like hidden. It's yeah. It's deeper and it's like beneath it's, it's, uh, it's beneath, it's beneath the surface. It's like goth. Let, Scorpio is goth or I'm goth? goth? Like you lost me again. Like I'm Scorpio is goth. So what I mean by, so um, Aries is also ruled <laughs> by Mars and Aries is the classic externalized brute force mm. kind of, you know, I, I want it. I go get it. Uh, bigot, you know, whoever has the biggest club or, you know, just, yeah. just, just carry a bigger stick. Like Ugh. kind of something. Mm -hmm. Scorpio is actually the soul's will. Okay. So it's the same will, but it's like on a much deeper level. And, um, that means that instead of just being like, no, I'm just going to obviously, you know, grow some Popeye arms and just intimidate people. Like Scorpio's like, I'm going to intimidate 
So what you're saying is it's gay. <laughs> <laughs> it's much more secretive. Um, it's much more penetra- penetrating. Gay. Uh, it's gay. It's pretty gay. Okay, so my Mars is gay. Got it. Your Mars. My Venus is gay. My Mars is gay. Your Mars might be the most gay part of this entire thing. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm sorry, but I all I'm hearing is clips. Yeah. <laughs> like, all I'm, we're yeah. gonna do a quick edit of like gay. <laughs> all I'm gay. hearing is is like your yeah your masculine. Yeah, energy this podcast is unusable. I just, you have to blur out everything. Your masculine I say. energy, no, your totally true usable. nature of your masculine energy may have is like not only hidden from other people initially, but also yourself. I do feel like I'm not like, um, I have a weird time because it's like, I'm kind of like in this weird, like I'm kind of masculine, but also like I do have like feminine, like, um, whatever you'd call it, mannerisms, impulses, whatever. Um, and yeah, that is like, I, it depends on like I code switch depending on who I'm talking to and stuff like that. Like I'm definitely, I am like a weird little like gay yeah, code switching is a perfect way to um, to explain that, express that, because, you know, it's like the masculine, the masculine is in a feminine sign and it's also it has to work internally before it is it's expressed externally. But when it comes to what you value and like how you express what you value and and, and you know, stuff like that, it's Gemini. It's whatever it wants to be. It's whatever twin is active at the time, you know, like. So there isn't an answer. It's both. What I'm saying is that they um, it's kind of wide, but you're the interface between your masculine and feminine qualities. Is a vexing one and a complex one. It's not one that is easily supporting the other. Instead, they're like, we got to find a common ground and that common ground might be situational. Like it might change depending on what situation or what person I'm interacting with. Okay. The only thing sure. that makes it consistently whatever uh, like, um, accessible is that it has to be, it has to support who I am in the moment. And it has to support what I think is valuable in terms of uh, a philosophy, um, including things like comedy, because comedy is even built on we believes. Right. Totally. This, is, this is what this is where I think comedy went horribly off the rails during quarantine is that no one knows what to believe. And therefore, we don't know mm. what's off limits. Yeah. What what is something that we can laugh at right now? And that's when it gets ugly, you know, and people are, are just like going back and forth between should I just do some old hack material or, you know, how do I make a, you know, Zoom call full of <laughs> a Zoom room full of people with their fucking assholes clenched, you know, um, that this is, you know, that we'll find the funny again. It's a hard road. Uh, but if there's someone who's willing to code switch all the way until we find that common denominator and then expand on it, it's you, sir. Okay. That's yeah. true. I will lie to whoever pays me money. There you go. 100%. Get some. Give me an audience. I'll be whatever you name for Interestingly me. enough, his south, his <laughs> like north it. node, no, which I'm is um, where you need to go towards, is becoming more of your own, is becoming the star and the, the, the king of What's your own kingdom. What's his north node? Is Leo. <gasps> my, yeah. I'm sorry, my what? Your okay. north node is in Leo. North nodes, note? Nodes yeah. are, are, and I said this in our, in our last episode, but no, their north node is the direction that your soul is going into. It's the energy that your soul is trying to go towards. Okay. And then the South node is where your soul just came from. So you're accessing and integrating Leo energy. That's going to be a part of your 
purpose in a way. Wait, and Leo so, is like, here yeah. I am. Leo. Yeah. I'm a little Can confused. So um, south is where you start out. North is where north is where you're going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In a soul journey way. So I'm starting at Leo and going towards No, no, you're port. starting at Aquarius, which is the opposite side of Leo. I'm and starting so that, at Aquarius. So this is the first time I've heard the word Aquarius yeah. so far. What, where did that come from? Well, the age of the Aquarius. No, but. <laughs> the water bearer. And he's no, moving like, out of it. What is that? Like, so basically, um, in terms of the nodal access, you have spent many a lifetime being the weirdo, um, being the one-off, being, you. being the, uh, <laughs> you've, you've spent Beat many a lifetime knowing what it's like to be the utmost individual mm-hmm. and, um, and a humanitarian and, uh, and, um, just, just being like, I'm, I come from, I, I come bearing gifts of like messages from the future and I'm going to give them to you and then I'm going to fuck off. And I hope you take this, this knowledge and you, Remember to do what makes your heart sing. But that's I'm, where he's coming from. Yeah, that's what about, where you're coming from. Where did you get that information from? That thing you just said. Where does that come from? That comes from your nodal access. But what is that determined by? So, like I told you, and I'm not, I'm not asking to be combative. I'm like mm-hmm. genuinely curious. I'm at. So, I told you what day I was born, what year, and where. Mm-hmm. How did that? Like what? Where? What did? What? How did that happen then? <laughs> um, well, the you have your south node. In the fourth house, in the sign of Aquarius, based on the house system that I was physically, using. what is the South Node? Like, what's the physically? The South Node is where the plane of the moon of like the moon's orbit is flat Earth part of this? That would be news to me. It's not. <laughs> in fact, it's probably some of the craziest information against flat Earth as as far as I am concerned. Like, okay, I, I think that the you know whether you're talking about astrology or you're talking about Pythagoras's, uh, whatever sound, like something sounds of the spheres and stuff like that, that mm-hmm. like the spheres that we see also have their own vibrational resonance. And so they're all at their same frequency yes. and like, yeah, it's, it's the whole situation. I know. Go back and check <laughs> out Pythagoras. He, he was a real, he, he was a real ass dude. Um, <laughs> but the most important thing is, all um, I know is he had a theorem. Yeah, he had a theorem. That's um, the closest I can get to. But yeah, the the main thing is that um, being a real uh, individual and um, kind of being like the odd one out at home or being from a tribe of um, like people that are individuals and maybe not have a lot of like, I don't know. Um, My parents are loners. I get what you're saying. Yeah, so it, going from loner that has that spark of, you know, that God spark in them. We all have God sparks in them, but like just doing, making stuff and expressing stuff from the heart for nothing more than self gratification, but also to remind other people, that's what we're here to do. We're not here to work from someone else. We're not here to do whatever we're here to do what makes our heart thing and hold space and whatever for each and every person to be their own flavor of human being. That's all great. You've done a lot of that work in the past. Okay. That's very easy for you. Now what's harder to do is take that knowledge and build in the exact opposite direction, which is I'm going to do, I'm going to um, be very front and center in my public life. This is Leo. This is Leo. And Leo is like, I'm going to do what makes my heart sing. And I'm going to garner an audience. I'm mm-hmm. going to be seen doing what I love to do because it makes my heart sing. And to have a, you know, a call and response with an audience. Um, it's the theater kid. Yeah, it's a theater kid. You need but to that's go- where I'm, that's 
where I was. No, that's where you're going. That's where you're going. You and were the, being on you stage. Were the, okay, listen, is a no, great. You went from the theater kid, like the odd, odd, uh, odd person, like yeah. weirdo, to the prima donna, to the late night television. Person. Okay, so I went from the intern to the Ellen. <laughs> <laughs> I like that access. That that access. You're saying that I went from like uh, you're, you're saying I went from like a creative goofball to someone that actually now wants to succeed. Yeah, to be seen and recognized seen. for it as opposed to just doing it and then... Is that kind of like malignant though? If it's like about fame and stuff? It's not if necessarily it's about, about fame. It's about um, a, an, uh, acknowledging that you kind of have to... Have an audience. It's, it's important for you to be on a stage this in feels, a spotlight. Just, you're both, the way you both looked at me, it feels like this is an intervention. <laughs> it like, is. It is, damn you it. Belong you belong on that stage. You can't just keep writing jokes and being a fucking weirdo in a vacuum. Yeah. It's, it's not. You're meant to be out there. This time, That's it, your yeah, energy. It worked, it worked the past few times. And now you're here um, also to find out where this like visionary experience and this visionary mindset, um, where it intersects with what's valuable to people as a whole, what gets an audience, you mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? And so giving yourself a lot of permission to do that, which is really fun with a super combative Mercury um, in Aries, right? Um, no, it's, uh, I also like to think, oh, this would actually be really great because you're a comic. I used to describe the axis, okay? So this is I am versus we are. And this is like your private most self. And this is your public most self. Okay. Um, and I used to say like, this is what we think we are. This is how people, this is how we think people are perceiving us. This is how we're often perceived. Right. Okay. Um, this is how we are at home. Speaking of being perceived, what is you guys that? should what watch is the video so you can see the chart that yeah. Elise is holding up. Well, the we can say what the signs are, right? Like, I don't know what those mean, but they have names, right? Like, yeah, so but it's that weird red squiggly thing. You know what I just want to, I just want to say in terms of what I've learned in terms of, um, in terms of a of doing a bunch of, con I used to do a podcast where I just, we just did the natal charts of comics and then we would listen to their, their, you know, a 10 minute set or something oh, like God. that. And then we're, and then relate the material back to what we saw. So what's funny is, um, yes, this most public persona is, uh, which is identified as cancer. Okay. You have the sign of I cancer. I am a cancer on society. Totally. You, so you have a cancer, um, 10th house. So you can be seen in your most public life, um, as being nurturing. Okay. But you're, the way that you interact with your crowd, super abrasive. I mean like super, uh, uh like okay. attacking combative. Sure. Okay. <laughs> and, but the way that you're seeing like in general, like life is the opposite of this. Uh, the, I like to be combative and very, you know, um, I am towards my audience in my everyday life. I'm actually looking for harmony, ways to cooperate, ways to make this negotiation feel fair and go yeah. smoothly and look nice for or everyone. It's what, what's also funny is that your most private self, builds the foundation for us to uh, come come into our most public self. So um, coming from a maybe very structured or serious What is home, the sign for my most private self? Is, is Capricorn. Okay. So um, I don't know if there was a lot of authoritarian hierarchy um, at home, if there's a lot of stoicness at home. A little bit. But whatever that is. A little bit, a little bit. I, this is what I got from home. These are where my roots are, are planted. 
and I, I, I grow directly upward into the exact opposite of it. Mm -hmm. I appear on stage as being an emotionally receptive person because my roots are in the exact opposite of knowing what it's like mm -hmm. to be from a tribe and a home life that is stoic and needs to be, you know, I, there, being structurally sound is more important than being emotionally received. So now I come to you, my good friends, appearing extremely emotionally receptive, yeah. even if it's in, you know, even if it's by way of having a very active and, you know, combative um, way of talking to people. Okay. Can I ask you a question? How, when, when you read my, cause we met like one more, one time before, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but I was high and like being dumb. Yeah. When, when, how well did you guess or not get, but like how, um, how do I put this? How well was your picture of me before you like started talking to me? Like, did you anticipate this conversation? I'm not even sure how this conversation I'm is sorry, going. Like, from, the question. How, where, how so like, I'm not sure how this conversation is going from your perspective, uh -huh. but how well did your impression of me from my chart match who I am or appear to be right now? Like right now? Yeah. Well, were you like, this guy's going to ask me a lot of questions and say gay a bunch? Well, the gay was really surprising, <laughs> even, though, even though, even though when you were high and kind of like, will you do my chart right now? Blah, blah, blah. I'm not listening. I'm gay or something like that. You know, like, oh, oh no, no. Did you say like I'm gay? That. Did I say like, did I, did, did say I'm gay? You know, like, um, and I completely forgot about that part too. Also. Oh, yeah. So when I was, so, um, but what I do, it is being very exactly what I thought it would be, or, or who who you are on here, um, extremely um, annoying. No, um, it's it's more like yeah, you're like constantly yeah seeking, you're, you're constantly seeking, you're constantly seeking, but also your communication does not sound like it, even though it's asking you a thousand questions a minute. Doesn't it? Does that, does that make sense? So you're saying I'm asking the form I'm talking in is, has question marks on it, but they don't seem like questions. Is that your heart really does want the wisdom that hearing and having expansive conversations daily get provide, but the way you communicate them makes you sound like an asshole. Do you know what an asshole <laughs> is? No. An asshole is someone who asks you like how to do it or asks you all the questions. They're not waiting around for the answer. Oh. So they're an asshole. Okay, so you see, it seems like I'm asking questions and not really listening. Yeah. Okay. I have been. But, I've been trying to listen because it's very intense. No, I don't. I think that you are listening, but the ferocity in which the outward engagement, like the question is asked, is like it, I. I don't know. Like, and, and because they're coming so quickly, um, you know, you can't speak and hear like at the same time. I think you're doing a great job at all of these things. But what I'm saying is, this there's isn't like a, a level criticism. Of no, no, no. So, I'm yeah. interested. What? What? Yeah. So I. Yeah. I think that this I is think, what this we're essentially like analyzing me, right? That's like, yeah, the purpose of this we're totally okay, analyzing cool. you. Um, you also have, uh, indications of good, um, of good kissing. Let me see here. Mm, actually first half. Oh, actually kisses in reverse too. Did you know that there's an asteroid called kiss? No. I saw Kiss on there. Yeah, Kiss. I didn't, that's not, maybe that's It's in your first house. What's my I, Kiss? I actually don't know. What, um, it's also in Scorpio. Um, interesting. Ooh, where's your Eros? Ooh, 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 ooh. Wait, oh, it's very hard. This is going to be our last. Okay, our last uh, thing. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yes. Oh, my gosh. 
I'm terrified. <laughs> I'm also terrified. I'm, oh, I'm no. terrified for all of us here. Oh, um, wow. Okay, so your Eros is in Aries. Okay. What does that mean? In... <laughs> In the seventh like, house, in the seventh house also. Um, and and is it really close to your mar Mercury? It's pretty close to your Mercury, right? Am I going blind here? Um, Eros, yeah, 28 and 24. Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh my gosh, your mind like and your communication style is actually really close or at least like can be mapped onto your erotic nature. Okay. So, so you, my, you can, uh, you're even, saying that that is for you to confirm or not. Yeah. That is for you to <laughs> confirm or deny, but, um, yeah. But give me the qual. Like you're saying that I have sex the way I talk. Yeah. It <laughs> reminds me of that, of that, that. Yeah, it, exactly. Thank you for bringing me up because it just reminded me of my favorite movie hackers. And she's like, I hope you don't screw like you type. Oh, okay. I'm a bottom. Does that tell you anything? <laughs> um, See, really, no code switching, and that a little verse, bit. I mean, I'm say no. Code, I mean, what am I gonna say? On. No code switching. What am I gonna say? No code switching. Uh huh. Yeah. No. Um, I, I, I like this for you. Is what I'm saying. Okay. Right. I like well, this, this for you. This is where what we're gonna we're gonna end on that because my pussy's an was... asshole. <laughs> Oh, your pussy's an asshole. I'm just trying to. I don't know. Oh I was. I, was just, I needed to say asshole again. That's you all. Guys, that was my entire call. I. I that I, was my ask goal. I think it's that. Like, yeah. Someone, we might have to continue this conversation off, <laughs> off camera it, like, on the Patreon. Up? But we're we are uh, we are going to wrap it up. Yeah. And to be continued. And yeah, dude. This is so much fun. Anyone out there has questions about Devin's asshole. <laughs> oh my god. Ask away. His, Make sure you get his grinder profile. Away. So. <laughs> Devin, where can we find you? Uh, Devin Hall Comedy on Instagram. That's all that matters. I'll just plug that. Perfect. And Elise, tell everybody where they can find you. At Elise Anamkara on Instagram, Twitter. Please follow me on YouTube. It's Elise Edwards at Elise Anamkara. AnamkaraAstrology.com. Yeah. And on SoundCloud for Discount Disco and DJ Joy. Woo! You guys, thank you so much for this. This was yeah. dense. This was dense. I, I hope you guys enjoyed the ride. This. Oh, can I say just like one? Just, yeah. I think the best way to just like button up that last statement because I didn't I didn't go into oh, Eros no, no, go or Eros uh, on the other thing. It might be that um, the best way to make you shut up in a relationship is just to be very aggressive and it's to put a dick in my mouth <laughs> or your butt like that and very, uh, very aggressively. The, you have you have to come with the ferocity on the Come erotic level with ferocity that uh, will shut that shut the mouth hole up yeah that's see awesome. astrology can be very dirty and very funny oh it's wonderfully dirty we are we're so excited we hope that this episode helped you understand it definitely helped you understand Devin more it helped you understand astrology i hope <laughs> um please you guys, this is a new show. It's a new effort. I would love for you to rate, review, and subscribe. Please find us at sacredcomedyshow.com, at sacredcomedy on Instagram, at sacredcomedy on TikTok. And uh, yeah, so thank Stay you hydrated. for being here. Stay hydrated. And uh, yeah, you only live many times. <laughs>
Hope all of you accept Christ. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> and drop the mic. Good job. <laughs>